Hi, I'm so happy you're here. If this is the first time that you're listening to this podcast, welcome. I'm Resha, an events host, a motivational speaker, and a digital creator. I love talking about life, mental health, love, growth, and success. If you're up to content like that, make sure to follow me here on Spotify, along with all of my social media accounts, all listed on the description down below. If you're an avid listener, thank you so much for always coming back. I really, really appreciate you. You know, I started this podcast out of mere, mere passion, mere curiosity, and just for fun. And I never thought that would be appreciated. I was so, so surprised when I found out that we ranked 36 top podcasts here in the Philippines. And I'm just super grateful. Thank you so much. It won't be possible if not for all of you. But despite the good news, I have to say that the past couple of months have been the hardest months for me this this 2023. I haven't been feeling so well these days, these months. And it's so weird because it's not because I was sick. It's not because I had some fever or what. It's because I knew that there's something wrong in me. Since the vacation started, which was early June, I haven't been I haven't been really myself. I've been sleeping late, I'm not exercising, I'm mentally tired, I'm not eating healthy, and it's safe to say that, you know, I'm so fed up. I have to be honest about that. I would usually beat myself up for not being productive. That feeling when you know you'd accomplished something, but because your standards are too high, it wasn't enough for you to celebrate it or to be happy about it. That was so me. I knew I edited some videos. I knew I accomplished something for work. I knew I still exercised. For me, it's not enough. I was so tired that I don't even know the root causes of it. The bad thing about this is that I was so tired that sometimes I'm bursting it out to my family. I feel like it's not me. Things are just so overwhelming. The start of 2023 was so good to me. I was able to meet a lot of people, attend events. You know, I've been just very busy. Before, I have something to look forward to every week. I feel like I have an event or I have something to look forward to every week. That I am all occupied. But when the vacation started, I felt like I'm back to square one. Okay, what am I gonna do next? Where am I gonna focus my attention to? What's next? There's just really a lot of demand from a lot of things. From social media, content creation, even from podcasting, even from my family, even for work. That's when I realized that I'm all over the place. There. I said it. And then my biggest question was that, how do I catch up on here? On Instagram, on TikTok, at work, at school, helping my family run our business. So... Just imagine how things are so hard to manage. It's a lot. So many people would say, Focus only on one thing. You're so young. No, that's not an option for most of us. That's not an option for me. That can't be an option. We're made to do more than what we're capable of. And that's what I firmly believe in. That's how we can learn and that's how we can manage our time and our responsibilities in the future. Because if you're gonna believe that, You're only designed to do one thing and be so good at it. That's not possible. In the future, you would be 
surprised that there's a lot of responsibilities to manage and I'm doing my best to keep up right now. I believe that what I have right now, like on my plate, everything, work, school, content creation, podcasting, speaking, is not even half of the things I want to be responsible for in the future. Not even half of the things I want to work on. I love what I do. So I got to learn how to swim since I already stepped in the water. But there was a point in the past couple of months that I feel like I can be at my best. And for some time, I felt the need to withdraw from the things I used to love doing. And it's heartbreaking. I would often ask myself, why? Grabe, andito na ako eh. I'm already here. Even if this is something na I never have thought I would ever reach in my life. I mean, dreaming back when it was still 2020, 2021, 22. So right now, I'm just beyond grateful. I would lay down on my bed every night thinking and so grateful that at this age, I'm 20 and I'm helping people. I'm making an impact. And I'm given this opportunity to to do exactly what I'm doing. And this is huge. And you might be wondering, Risha, why are you telling me this? You're supposed to be our motivational speaker. You're supposed to inspire us and tell us to keep moving. But like you, I'm a human being too. There are days I don't want to get out of bed. There are days I wish I can just escape. There are days I don't feel the need to take action. There are days I feel demotivated. And it's normal. For sure you have days like that too. It took me some reflection to realize that I might be, I might be burnout. Am I? I am emotionally exhausted. I feel like I'm experiencing, you know, cynicism. And I have experienced a reduced sense of personal accomplishment. All of which are under the three dimensions of the widely recognized Maslach Burnout Inventory or the MBI model developed by psychologists Christina Maslach and Susan Jackson. This MBI model is commonly used to assess and understand burnout in individuals, especially in the context of work-related stress and emotional exhaustion. And we will dig into this later because I researched a lot of things about this. But right now, I want to dig deeper into how the topic of burnout has quite been normalized these days. And sometimes people mislead it to stress. When we don't know what the causes of what we are experiencing, when we don't know the root causes of the things we experience in life, or at least have an idea what really is it about, what am I experiencing? It just gets worse. So to avoid the worst, I'm handling you this episode with so much relief. This is something I wish I have in my pocket or a journal back then, just so, you know, I won't be confused on what is it that I am, I'm actually experiencing. By the end of this episode, you get to understand what is burnout really? What are the causes and early symptoms of it? The reasons why you feel burnout and how can you manage it during these tough times? So if you're up to it, without further ado, let's keep moving. First of all, I don't want you to end up diagnosing yourself that, okay, I'm burnout and it's this and it's that. This is merely giving you awareness of What is it that is possible if you continue these bad habits or if you continue not setting boundaries, if you continue feeling this way? There are things you can do to avoid it and there are things that you can know in order for you to be more self-aware. 
And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Before we delve into details, let's first understand what burnout really is about. I did an episode about stress. And let me just get very clear about this. Stress is so much different from burnout. If you want to understand stress more, you can check out my episode 3 here in this podcast. And from there, you get to have a clear understanding of what stress is. But I want to highlight burnout specifically in this episode because it is something that we badly need to talk about. If we don't get to talk about it, it just gets worse and we don't want that. So burnout is more than just feeling stressed. I'm telling you, it is somehow connected but the intensity of being stressed and being burnout is way different. Burnout is a state of chronic physical and emotional exhaustion. And it is often resulting from prolonged periods of stress and overwhelming responsibilities. The main difference between stress and burnout is that stress is a response to a perceived threat. So if you have an exam coming up tomorrow and you haven't had a review yet, it's normal and expected of you to become stressed. If you're going to present something in front of the board tomorrow, it is natural for you to feel stress. Because our body wants us to to be safe. Our brain is designed to watch out for threat and it wants to make sure that we're safe. And when there are unexpected situations like an exam or a board meeting or a meeting with your boss or something very stressful, it's okay for you to feel stress. But burnout, on the other hand, is already a state of physical, emotional, and mental exhaustion caused by prolonged or excessive stress. Stress can be beneficial at some point. It pushes us to take action. It pushes us to move. But chronic stress can lead to burnout. When you're burnout, this is somehow related to work-related exhaustion. You feel overwhelmed and there is a sense of feeling stuck because there's no pathway forward. Unlike stress na you know that after that exam, you will feel at ease. And I know you can relate because that's exactly what's going to happen. If your finals week is done, then stress is done. If you already made your way to present that proposal to the board, then stress is done. But it doesn't work like that for burnout. Burnout seems to have no pathway forward. You feel stuck. And this is what I've been feeling recently. I've been working so late and I'm not really complaining. I am not a person who who loves to complain because I know that I would still choose to work. But there are days, and that was the couple of months for me, that I felt like every time I'm working, I feel so overwhelmed. Not just with the responsibilities that I have at work, but with the responsibilities that I have for myself, for my family, for my hustle side self. And it's just a lot. And maybe you feel the same thing. When you're stuck, you feel like there's no way out. You feel like you're so overwhelmed that you can't even move. I mentioned earlier the MBI model. And I want to highlight specifically the MBI model and its three dimensions. First is the emotional exhaustion. 
This dimension of the MBI model reflects the feeling of being emotionally drained and depleted due to excessive demands, stress, or overwhelming workload. Last June, I attended an event in Manila and I had to ride an LRT. And it was the first time na mag lrt ako and MRT. Well, technically, it wasn't my first time. But it's been like a decade since I... I had a chance to use the LRT. Thank God I have my cousin who told me how to do it. But I was with my boyfriend that time. Nung umaga, okay pa eh. Uh, super konti pa lang ng tao. Honestly, it was so fun. I mean, I remember riding there when I was still elementary. And I was with my auntie maybe. And it just brings so much, so much memory. Because I am so fond of going to Manila. Kasi... Super daming tao, daming malls. Pero nung pauwi na kami, which was rush hour, around 6pm yata or 5pm, I was like, oh my god. There's no way people are having this kind of routine every 5pm, every 6pm. No way. I was reflecting back home and I told it to my papa. And I was like, that's their routine every day. Salute to these people. Salute to, to all these people who are going to work and going back home, having that kind of very stressful situation. Imagine you're, you're already stressed at work and you also have to go through that stressful environment to ride alert or MRT. So I, I have my full respect to those people who, who are doing their best every day. And when I thought about it, like, I deeply thought about it. I can only imagine the stress, the demands from a lot of things. I can imagine a breadwinner who has to go to work early and then there's a lot of demand at work. And then, you know, the stressful environment going back home. And then the demands at home. And then the overwhelming workload that you still have to work on when you get home. It's a lot. No wonder why some people feel feel really drained. Next to that dimension, next to the emotional exhaustion, is depersonalization or cynicism. This dimension is characterized by a cynical and indifferent attitude towards others, particularly the people an individual is supposed to serve or interact with in their professional role. It can manifest a lack of empathy, negative attitudes, and treating others as objects rather than individuals with genuine needs and emotions. If you've ever felt like this, you'll end up feeling bad about yourself. Let's not deny it, diba? When you act rude towards a person, I can only imagine the guilt that you're feeling after. And I understand that, you know, maybe you don't want to feel it, but you just can't help but burst it out to these people. So before anything else, I hope you're enjoying these valuable conversations we are sharing so far today. And before we move on to the next one, I'd like to take a moment to connect with you and invite you to be part of our growing community. If you haven't already, please make sure to click that follow button here on Spotify. By doing so, you'll never miss an episode and you'll be the first one to know when new content is released, which is every Monday. So hit that follow button now and let's continue this journey together. And lastly, among the three dimensions, I felt like this is somehow so relatable. 
the reduced personal accomplishment. This is the dimension which represents a decreased sense of efficacy and accomplishment in one's work. It is often related with the feelings of ineffectiveness and belief that one's efforts, that my effort, is not making a meaningful impact. I am a one-man team here. I am doing all the work. I am doing the filming, the editing, the description, the posting. For the first few months, it was fulfilling. For the first few months, I felt I'm at the top of the world. For the first few months, it was, it was amazing. But I was so disappointed also to realize that, okay, this is not bringing spark to my life anymore. This is making me feel tired, exhausted, and I don't feel happy on the results that I'm making. Even if I know that I'm doing my best. Even if I know that I'm, I'm getting results. The number of listeners are growing. I am connecting with my audience. But there is still a sense of lack of accomplishment. And it took me a while to realize this because I'm, I'm the, in the denial stage of it. Like there's no way I'm feeling this. There's no way that I am this ungrateful because I know I'm grateful. Pero what I'm trying to say is that burnout is caused by not knowing when to say no. Not knowing how to say it. Burnout is caused by a toxic environment or being around toxic people. Burnout is caused by prioritizing others over yourself. Burnout is thinking what others will think about you instead of how you feel about yourself. Burnout is caused by people pleasing. Burnout is by setting unrealistic expectations. Burnout is the I can do it all syndrome, the superhero syndrome. Burnout is caused by having little to no control over what you're doing. Burnout is caused by not feeling appreciated for what you do. And that's a lot. And that's when I realized that burnout is the accumulation of unchecked and built-up stress over a period of time. I'm telling this to you not just because I'm ranting. I'm telling this to you because I'm feeling it. I'm telling this to you because I want to be honest. I'm telling this to you because this is my way of telling people that even if you love something, even if you enjoy what you do, even if you're fulfilled with what you're doing, there will come a point in your life that you would want to step back and assess, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next for me? Is this all there is? When you feel this, well, of course, not a lot of people would, would feel this way. Burnout can manifest in various ways. And it's so important to recognize the signs early on so that it won't get so complicated. So let's take a closer look at some of the most common symptoms of burnout. Like what I've always been telling you, this podcast is not for you to diagnose yourself and tell, okay, I'm burnout. No, what I'm trying to say is that I want you to take a closer look at some of the most common symptoms. Not for you to have conclusions in your head that you're burnout but for you to be aware of what's happening in your body because self-awareness is key you have to really think through what is it that is happening you have to feel it and from there you can make adjustments you can have a shift in lifestyle and maybe you would consider 
asking for professional help as well. So right now, I'm just talking based on my experience and my research. And this is not for you to diagnose yourself, okay? So first is chronic fatigue. You know, when you feel tired and drained most of the time, even after getting sufficient rest or sleep. It can be a sign that you are experiencing burnout. Another thing is sleep disturbances, physical aches and pains. You can also experience weakened immune system, changes in appetite, irritability and frustration, anxiety, lack of motivation, emotional detachment, and increased vulnerability to emotional outbursts. It's like crying spells or emotional breakdowns that are really out of character for, for you. You have to understand that when you experience burnout, it is a complex and multifaceted condition and individuals may experience a combination of these symptoms to varying degrees. And when I told you that you have to recognize the signs of burnout early on, it is so important for taking appropriate steps to prevent further deterioration of your mental health. Just be aware of the messages your body is trying to tell you. Your body is trying to give you informations. The emotions you're feeling are information. And that's what they are good at. They're not telling you who you are. They're telling you what you need. And you have to listen to it. Listen to your habits. Watch it as it grows. And from there, you can explore the root causes of what you are feeling. When I told you my story of my LRT-MRT story, I'm living in the South, so my Manila friends or Manila listeners, bear with me. And I'm not used to seeing a lot of people. Well, I am used to the crowd. Of course, I speak in front of the crowd. There were a couple of times where I'm attending events and yung sumasakay ako sa mga joyride and all that. I'm seeing a lot of people, a lot of busy people. And I was like, oh my god, you guys... This is a lot for me to take. Seeing this pool of people makes me feel overwhelmed. That's when I realized that burnout doesn't happen in a vacuum. There are various factors that contribute to its growth and to its development. Number one is work-related stress. The demands of work, such as heavy workloads, long hours, high expectations, can lead to burnout. That constant pressure to meet deadlines, to handle multiple responsibilities and navigate your dynamics in the workplace, it can be emotionally and physically exhausting. Another reason why we feel burnout is because of family and personal responsibilities. It's hard to balance personal and family responsibilities alongside work because they can all contribute to burnout. You know, when you're juggling various roles and obligations, such as household management, your social commitments, your work commitments, without adequate support or time for self-care can really take a toll on your overall well-being. And if we have to be honest here, this doesn't need any more explanation. The pool of people that I am seeing every time I go to Manila, they have families, they have work, and for sure, they are juggling various roles in their lives. As much as we want to advise them, okay, take take a vacation or take a rest, you know, do some self-care routine. Burnout doesn't fix itself after one relaxing weekend. 
burnout doesn't fix itself after after one pamper day. It just doesn't. The next reason why we feel we feel burnout is because of lack of boundaries or self-care. According to a study, adults who struggle with setting boundaries and prioritizing self-care are more susceptible to burnout. Here's what I'm going to tell you and I want you to take this in slowly. Burnout happens when you avoid being a human for too long. I just really hate to break it to you but I think that's the reason why we feel burnout. Burnout happens when you avoid being human for too long. Here's the thing. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to say no if you really can't do it. You're allowed to take a rest. You're a human being, okay? And when you stop being a human being, that's when burnout happens. And the only cure for burnout is by setting boundaries. Because setting boundaries is the antidote to healthcare burnout. And that's according to Tracy Bangaman. If burnout for you, at least on your case, is always saying yes to your family, your friends, to your boss, maybe right now, you start setting boundaries and say no this time. And say no, I have something else to do. If burnout for you is being in a toxic environment or being around toxic people, maybe you can start reducing or lessening those interactions you have with them. Maybe it's time for you to set realistic expectations so that in the end, you don't get to disappoint yourself. It's time for you to prioritize yourself this time. Another reason why we feel burnout is because of financial pressure. I fully understand the constant worry of people about their finances and the pressure to sustain it in a certain standard of living can create a significant emotional strain and impact on our overall well-being. But at the end of the day, you are not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. If you're listening to me right now, you are not required to always, always set yourself on fire just to keep other people warm. I watched a TikTok video of Miss Jen Barangan and it's about how come that she wasn't able to treat her family to a plane ticket or something like that because I think... Um, it was just the first time that her family was able to ride the plane. People were commenting about it. How come you're a flight attendant and you're a content creator and you weren't able to treat your family like that? Let's not deny how it hasn't been easy for Miss Jen as well to keep herself afloat during all those difficult times. She has to make sure that as a breadwinner, she is also rewarding herself. And that's deep. The responsibilities that people or breadwinners have in their family is going beyond the line. Being the breadwinner of the family does not mean compensating your needs as a person, as an individual. If you can take care of your family financially, please take care of yourself as well. Emotionally, physically, and reward yourself sometimes. Because when the time comes that you have your cup empty, because you haven't rewarded yourself enough, you weren't fulfilled at all, you were just about helping, you were just about keeping everyone warm, you will be unable to give more. 
and you will resent these people around you because they're just receiving and you're the one giving. So as early as now, I'm reminding you exactly what you need to realize early on. You are not required to set yourself on fire always just to keep other people warm. Make sure that you are happy first before you make other people happy. And I know that you would say that it's easy for you to say because you're just 20. It's easy for you to say because you're living a comfortable life. It's easy for me to say because I am on the observing end and on the receiving end of all these observations. You know exactly what you need to do. And I'm not taking that power away from you. If you're finding value in this episode, I'd truly appreciate it if you could take a moment to give this episode a 5-star rating on your preferred podcast platform. Your ratings and reviews help us reach more people and continue delivering meaningful content. And lastly, for the final reason why most people feel burnout is societal and cultural expectations. The pressure to achieve success, maintain a certain lifestyle, or fulfill societal norms can create real stress and feelings of inadequacy, not being good enough, not being smart enough, not being successful enough. It can all contribute to burnout. I honestly get it. I see why people are feeling this way. I see why people feel burnout. I see why people feel stuck. Everyone on social media is on their best self. Wearing that favorite dress, buying their first car, getting promoted, going abroad or traveling abroad. And like what I always tell to people, what you see online is everyone's best moments. What you see on social media is already the fruit of people's hard work. The world already puts so much pressure on you. You do not have to choose to add more to yourself. Learn to step back and see situations for what they are in real life, not for what people show you online. Everyone is doing their best. Everyone is, is just swimming. I understand why you feel pressured. I understand where that feeling is coming from. So as adults, please recognize the signs of burnout, prioritize self-care, setting boundaries, and seeking support when needed. And I think the biggest question we have right now is, okay, how do I handle it? I know the reasons why I feel burnout. I already know exactly what I'm feeling. What's next? I can tell you a million reasons how. You can take a break. You can evaluate your workload. You can delegate your task. You can practice self-care. You can set boundaries like what I've been telling you. You can seek support. I can tell you to give yourself some time to rest and recharge, have a vacation or a weekend off to relax and clear your mind. But I know that's not realistic. That's not possible for most of us. It's also not possible for most of us to delegate our, our tasks because we don't have the right to do so. It's easy for us to just listen to people telling us to get enough sleep, eat well, exercise regularly. Take time to do things you enjoy and that help you relax. It's easy for us to tell people to say no to additional responsibilities if they already feel overwhelmed because like what I told you, it's not realistic. We have to have more responsibilities. 
because we need to be compensated for it. It may take a longer period of time to recover from burnout and regain a sense of well-being. I am going to be honest to you that I still don't know what I'm gonna do. I am swimming. I am continuously reflecting on all the experiences, emotions, feelings, thoughts that I have experienced during the past couple of months. And that's a lot. That's a lot to uncover. It takes real lifestyle change. I mean to say that it takes smaller steps to do that. You don't have to overwhelm yourself with responsibilities on how you can cure your burnout. But I mean to say that you have to take one step at a time. I mean to say that you have to listen to what your body is trying to tell you. Try mindfulness activities like meditation, exercising, journaling, and that's where you can start. Remember that you cannot fix something that you cannot make sense of. You have to understand what you're feeling first before you fix it. I watched this video on Instagram and this is just a girl who happens to be experiencing burnout for several years. And up until now, she is working on it. I can't stop myself but consider that as beautiful. I think healing your burnout is also a means of taking care of yourself consistently and working on to become a better version of yourself. If she's doing the work for several years to cure that burnout, there is so much relief in understanding that you are actively working on yourself. And I want that to happen to you. Mood fluctuation is normal. It's okay to not have it all figured out because no one is born to be happy, productive, or efficient all the freaking time. There are things we can do to avoid burnout and deal with it when it's there. And I'm telling this to you because it's real. You can start saying no. You can start delegating your responsibilities even if it's impossible. You can start allowing people to help. You can start taking care of yourself. You can start making small drops of changes today. Because your subconscious mind is paying attention to how you treat yourself every day. And if you're being kind to yourself, if you're making that small drops of lifestyle change every day, the change will follow. And when you're trying to be on the recovery side of it, you will learn and recognize your emotions and your needs. You will be open to receiving help and support. You will be prioritizing what brings you joy and happiness. You can also pay attention to the warning signs that you may be already tired. I am telling you, there is nothing more beautiful than feeling good about yourself. Not because you feel perfect, not because everything is good, but because you're actively working on to become better. In my case, I think that's my biggest achievement this college vacation. I, I get to work on myself. I get to acknowledge that I am a human being. And it's okay if I feel this way. I may not be fully healed. And I don't think someone can be fully healed. But someone can actively work on himself or herself. You can work on yourself. And I think that's more fulfilling than reaching the end point, than reaching the result. Like having, having the full opportunity to get to see me 
to get to discover me to get to work on me that's that's already huge for me that's about it everybody thank you so much for sticking with me thank you for joining us today and i hope that this episode has provided valuable insights about burnout somehow equipped you with the tools to face it head on you can tell me about your experience or burnout experience down below and i'd love to hear it from you remember your mental health matters more than everything else and taking care of yourself should be a priority always if you enjoyed this episode please share it with others who might benefit from this information lastly i'd love to hear your insights from today's episode share your favorite takeaways on social media and tag me at risha marceliana your feedback and thoughts are invaluable to me and i can't wait to see what resonated most with you until next time, again, this has been your friend, Risha. Know that I am grateful for you. I have always been, and I'm rooting for you big time. I'll see you in the next few days. Don't forget to always keep moving.